What's going on, y'all? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to Living the Magic. You know, I just got back from the gym here this morning, drinking a little protein shake, starting my work day, uh, and I was thinking about how, you know, this week I've heard some reports that the, you know, Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World in Orlando is starting to cancel bookings entirely. They're not running back-to-back anymore. They're having a very hard time filling the Star Cruiser for a myriad of reasons, probably, not the least of which is because it costs about $5,000 for two people to have a two-day experience. Uh, it's definitely out of the price point of a lot of folks, uh, but I think it it's a little bit deeper than that, uh, and so I was you know, just kind of thinking about like how we could make it better and how we could save the Star Cruiser because I do think it's a fantastic idea. I think it would be really, really cool if we can get it sorted out. But yeah, I was just kind of sitting here thinking about it. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see one of the monitors here on my desk uh, is a vertical monitor. And it is a picture of Mando and Grogu. And I looked at it and I remembered the episode last night. Uh, episode three of season three dropped last night. We watched it. It was really dope. And I started thinking how much I love The Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, and the new things that they're putting out on Disney Plus right now. And it clicked. Disney. I know you're not listening because nobody listens to this podcast. Let's be real. But for the seven people that are possibly going to watch this, one of which is probably my mom. Thanks, mom. This right here. I think is how you save the Star Cruiser. Mando and Grogu. I'm going to put a picture up, a better image up on the screen if you're watching. This is the image that is my uh, desktop image for my vertical monitor. It's a picture of Mando holding Grogu, jumping through the air, blaster wielding. It, it is fantastic. And I think this is how you save the Star Cruiser. A few weeks ago, at the start of the new season of The Mandalorian, they introduced a walk-around character, Din Djarin and Grogu, walking around in Galaxy's Edge, and he was mobbed like no other character has been mobbed in Galaxy's Edge. More than Rey, more than Kylo Ren, more than the stormtroopers that walk around, uh, even Chewbacca that walks around as a walk, you know, that walk around character doesn't get mobbed in the same way that Din Djarin and Grogu did. And watching that shows me that there is a huge appetite for the version of Star Wars that they are currently putting out. And now a lot of people, myself included, were very optimistic when Galaxy's Edge was first introduced and it was going to be part of the sequel trilogy, the Kylo Ren and Rey and Finn and Poe Dameron. And I am not one of those people that hates that series of films. They're not my favorite Star Wars films, but I think they are good Star Wars films and I'm glad that we got them. And to an extent, they are responsible for us getting Galaxy's Edge the way that it is. But as... Disney has clearly started to move away from the fully connected timeline and storyline of what Galaxy's Edge was supposed to be with like fully interactive, you know, 
attractions that were supposed to kind of like tie into a story that you were playing out the entire time. The timeline seems to be breaking a little bit. And on the one hand, it makes me a little sad. On the other hand, I think it's probably okay because this is how you fix your galactic star cruiser problem. As much as I like the sequel trilogy, I think a bigger problem with the star cruiser is that it takes place during the sequel trilogy that is not as beloved as other star Wars films or series. It's no surprise that the Mandalorian has become way more popular, I think, than any of the sequel films have ever been. So lean into it. And I understand it's, it would cost a lot of money. You'd have to shut it down for a while, but you're already having to cancel bookings anyway. So I think it's time to punt on the First Order and Rey and Kylo Ren characters as much as I love those characters, I do love Poe Dameron. I think is a fantastic character, and Finn never got his 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 due in those films. And it's a shame that we never got three. Uh, we never got a scene with all three of the original, you know, trio Han, Luke, and Leia in those films. They never once all three of them on screen together, which is a travesty for Star Wars fa- fans. But I digress. Take six months, however long it'll take. And distress the crap out of the Star Cruiser. In the similar way that you've distressed the inside of the Millennium Falcon for Smuggler's Run. Where it's clear that it is distressed and it's set, it's not dirty. Because it is a hotel and so you want it to to feel clean. But there's an aesthetic there, that well-worn aesthetic. You can keep it as the Halcyon, you can keep it as, you know... A, a ship that is from a, a, a you know the old republic era but let it show the wear and tear that star wars has and set the story during the events of the mandalorian and you want people to show up make dinjarin and grogu the centers of that story now timelines for the entire land may need to be adjusted a bit And if that means that you have to kind of redo Rise of the Resistance, I'd kind of be okay with that as well. Because as cool as Rise of the Resistance is, and it is amazing, it is, in my opinion, the best theme park attraction anywhere. Story, technologically, all of that. But the characters that we are resonating with at this point, it's clear and obvious it's not Rey and Kylo Ren and Poe Dameron and them. It is Din Djarin. It is Bo-Katan. It is Grogu. It is Ahsoka Tano. And so what if, instead of trying to connect these to a specific film in the middle of a you know time point in the franchise... You're clearly doing your own kind of timeline thing here for this area, so let's just lean into it. And let's retheme Rise of Resistance as well. Instead of Rey sending you on a mission to a secret rebel base, what if that projection in that first pre-show room was Ahsoka Tano sending you on a mission to help smuggle Din Djarin and Grogu 
out of town. Because Moff Gideon and the remaining Imperials are on to him that they're in town and they're closing in. And you come out of that pre-show and you go get on that shuttle. And instead of the shuttle that we have there, there's a Razor Crest, which is Din Djarin's first ship uh, from the show. And we're going to ride on the Razor Crest. And then Din Djarin's new N1 Naboo Starfighter is where that X-Wing is now, where Poe Dameron's X-Wing is now. And then instead of Kylo Ren's Star Destroyer intercepting us, it's Moff Gideon's Star Destroyer. And the events of the ride essentially play out the way that they currently do. But don't give me First Order Stormtroopers. Give me original trilogy Stormtroopers. And when we get on that Star Destroyer, make it look like an original series Star Destroyer. I think you want to ignite the passion that I think Disney was really hoping for with the Star Cruiser. Set it during this time and watch what happens. And now, if you're going to have walk-around characters with Din Djarin and, and Grogu in the land, you know, throughout this whole process, you got to give some special offerings on the Star Cruiser. Because, yeah, you want to keep it at a premium. It is a, you know, very specific and niche kind of thing. And so what if everyone that went on the Star Cruiser, instead of having to choose your own story and only getting to experience some of it, what if everyone had their own itinerary that brought them through all of the experiences that you could do on that ship? And everyone got a chance to hold a lightsaber. Everyone got a chance to do the bridge training. And everyone got a chance to meet a special character of Luke Skywalker. I personally think that if I was able to meet Luke Skywalker and Grogu and Din Djarin in a smaller, more intimate, highly themed meet and greet while also guaranteeing me the ability to try interesting foods, get to do the lightsaber training, get to do the bridge training, you know, all of those things, I think I'd be way more likely to spend the $5,000 for me and my wife to do the Galactic Star Cruiser than I am now. And I've never done the Star Cruiser. I still want to do it, even as it is right now. I do really want to do it, and hopefully we'll get the chance to do it one day. But you want to make me actually start saving for it and planning and booking that? Give me Grogu. Give me Din Djarin. Give me Ahsoka Tano. And give me Luke Skywalker, the Jedi hero of my childhood. That final scene at the end of season two where Luke Skywalker shows up. Oh, yeah, spoilers if you haven't seen. Uh, but it's like over a year old at this point. I, I, I feel like everybody's seen it. Um, it blew my mind and it took me back to being six, seven years old and watching Star Wars for the first time when I was, you know, a kid and my imagination ran wild with that. I truly think that if you want to save the Star Cruiser in its current form and not have to resort to just having it be a generally themed Star Wars hotel that people can kind of come in and out of and, you know, which kind of seems like it's where it's going. I think it's time to punt on the First Order and Rey 
and them, which makes me sad because, again, I do like those characters. I do like those films. There are a lot of really good things in that film that I really do like and I enjoy. But it doesn't seem to resonate the same way that The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett and what I'm hoping and expecting the Ahsoka Tano series, uh, things like the animated series, The Bad Batch, Rebels, uh, you know, Clone Wars, you know, those things are resonating much deeper with the fan base. And if you want to ex- like tap into that, give us Grogu, give us Mando. And I think it might be time to kind of rethink the timeline in Galaxy's Edge. And if you want to make them their own little like pocket universe, the way that, you know, Toy Story Land is not specifically set in any, you know, one Toy Story film, like, you know, no one ever showed Andy playing in the backyard with his toys like that. But it works. It works absolutely perfectly. I fully believe that it's something that could have happened. And so tell a specific story. Give us those things that connect us to the stories and the characters that we love. So that's my opinion. I think that's how you fix the Galactic Star Cruiser um, what do y'all think? If you are watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can head over to YouTube or signalpointmedia.com slash living the magic. There's a comment section there, or you can get at me on Twitter. I am at your primo Brian links in the description to my Twitter feed. Tell me how much of an idiot I am. Tell me how much you hate it. Uh, tell me how much you love it. Would you be more interested in going on the star cruiser if you got to meet and spend actual extended time with Din Djarin and Grogu. I think a lot of people would. I know I would. So anyways, that's my little rant for today, folks. Uh, thank you so much for checking out the video. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I do one-off videos around here in my spare time. Not a full-time podcaster, maybe one day. Uh, so, uh, you know, if, if you like the videos, you know, leave a comment, leave a like, share them around. Thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, uh, gonna go ahead and get out of here. Gotta probably get back to work. Uh, thank you so much for listening to me rant for the last, uh, 15 minutes. We'll see y'all around. And as always, Kungaloosh!